Amen. Truly is that same God that woke you up this morning. That same God started you on your way. That same God keeps you clothed in your right mind. That same God gives you the use and activities of your limbs. That same God is coming back to get you one day. If you live right, if you walk right, if you talk right, if you sing right, if you pray right, if you do right. Yes, then that same God, he's alive, church, and he's alive and well and still is on the throne. In fact, Jesus stands on the right hand of the Father because he's done his mission, came and died for a sinful world, came and shed his precious blood that we might have the hope, the promise of eternal life. So if you're not excited about anything, be excited about the promise that he's coming back to get you and to take you home to be with him one day. I'm I'm happy. I'm elated to know that one day he's coming back. It's going to be over. And everything will be glory, glory, hallelujah. That's why don't be so much afraid of going going, going across Jordan River. Sometimes we scared because we don't, it's the unknown. But don't be afraid. When you got the promise of God, you can count that he's going to do just what he said he's going to do. And if he said that I will go cross with you or I will meet you on the other side, then you can count on God. Truly we thank God for his goodness, his mercy, and his grace to, to each and every one of us. Would you repeat after me this morning? I was glad when they said unto me. Let us go into the house of the Lord and make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Behold, how good, how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Where there is unity, there is strength. Together we stand, divided we fall. We are workers together with Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen? Amen. Amen. All of them, it's all in the book. It's all, you better believe it. It's all in the book. Want to just let you know before I get started on my sermon on this morning that uh, this is December, the last month of the year, and there are five of uh, 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 Sundays in, in, in December. Okay. So on the last Sunday, even though it's New Year's Eve, we're still having our combined service right. at 11 o'clock. Family and friends, bring families, bring friends, whomsoever will. Okay. Let them come and worship the great God of heaven with us in spirit and in truth. Okay. I pulled up on the parking lot this morning for the 8 o'clock service. Parking lot full. Yeah. I thought they started the 11 o'clock service without me. <laughs> but it's just going to show you that Folk realize that we are living in the last day. And folk realize they've given everything else a chance. They better give God a chance. They better make God a priority. They better make going to heaven mean as much as God wanted to mean to them. So we are so thankful to God for that. And I want to remind you of that. The fifth Sunday, we will be having an 11 o'clock service. No 430 service because we're coming back that evening. And we're going to bring the New Year's in together. At our end of the year fellowship. Amen? Amen. So come on and get ready. And we're going to be doing some wonderful things. We're going to have a good time in the Lord. And God is just going to continue to bless us. Number two. Just want to let you know that uh, we met with the uh, contractor and the finance company and all these people. And come to find out, we told you guys that we had to leave out of here in January. We do not. Because they say the process of getting permits is going to take about six months. They said they behind, and there's a lot of development going on, and everybody got to wait in turn. So it's going to be about six months, around June or July, before we have to move out the building and let them do what they need to do. Is that all right? So I want to let you know, just continue to pray about it, keep, continue to keep it in prayer. And when they gave me that news, that was good news for me. I was like, I like that. That's good news. Somebody said, why is that good news? Because we still got to get our money together. That's right, that's right, that's right. We're having a capital campaign 
fund that we have to start, and it's going to be from January to April 15th. January 1st to April 15th, we're going to have be raising money because we got to have our monies in place to be able to do the things we need to do so they can do the things they need to do. Is that all right? Let me tell you something. There's nothing more important than making sure that God's stuff is taken care of. See, a lot of times we take care of our own stuff real good, but sometimes we put God's stuff low on the list. But God says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things going to be added unto you. So we're going to seek him first. Somebody said, well, brother, how much we should be giving? Give as much as you can. Give as much as you can. Right. Those of you who can't give, uh, somebody, if you want a number, $1,000. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, just, I'm, just you know, I'm just letting you know. And if you don't do that, do the best you can. Uh, I'm just telling you, listen, God, listen, listen, listen. I, re, I refuse to live beneath my privileges. That's right. I got, I got, I got 401k. I, I, I won't break the 401k for a lot of stuff, but for God, okay. oh my goodness, I cracked the 401k for God. I don't go in my savings for a lot of stuff, but for God, I'll go in there for my God because he's my God. Sometimes I think he want to test us to see when we come out of our comfort zones. When we come out, everybody talking about a thousand, a thousand dollars ain't nothing. If you saw that new living room set. And it's sitting out there, and it's right there. You saw that big old uh, 50-inch or 75-inch TV set. Okay. I've been to Walmart, too. 1500 $1,600, You make it in your mind, I want that, because I want to see, I, I see the football players running in my living room. So you go and you reach out there. You want that plush sofa. When you sit on it, you don't want to grab you and wrap you up. So you put out. That's material stuff. God want to see what you're willing to do for the kingdom of his dear son. Is that all right? Do what you can. But do the best you can. Not only that, uh, also, don't forget care group, East, uh, Central East care group, our care group. We're having a care group meeting today at 2 o'clock uh, downstairs in the seniors' boys' classroom. That's the last classroom on the left. We decided we needed to have it at the building this time. When all the care groups start, sometimes you will need to come to the building to have the care group meeting. So we're having out today at 2 o'clock. If you are a visitor or, 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 or a friend, if you're a guest, you sure are welcome. If you hang around till 2 o'clock to come to the care group meeting downstairs as well. Also, some of you who we asked to be disciplers, to disciple people, the, it came back to where I wish we had some training. Well, training is here. Amen. Training is here. All you got to do is sign up outside and say you want to come to the training. Training is going to be on Sunday at 2.30 to 3.30. We can get you all trained and all ready to help build up the babes, help build up those who are new, help to assimilate them, help to build up those who disobeyed the gospel, those who are weak and suffering. Give you a training on how to do that. That's going to start next week. Next week at 2.30, over in the Old Sanctuary, like we did the apologetics class as well. And last but not least, December is here, and it's time to get ready for another education curriculum. Teachers change next month. So we have to have a teacher's meeting today right after service for all adult teachers. All adult teachers, those who want to be adult teachers, those who are adult teachers, those who were adult teachers. Please meet us over. Uh, is the chapel available? Over in the chapel. Please meet those in the chapel so we can have our meeting to get ready to change curriculum. Is that all right? Now, what are we striving to do again this year? We're striving to fill up 8 o'clock. We're striving to fill up 11 o'clock. That's why our theme is evangelism will be seen in 2018. All we do is going to be evangelize, evangelize, talk to our neighbors, talk to our friends, whomsoever will. Let them come. Because that is the primary mission of the Lord's church. Okay. Is that all right? Amen. To go out there and share your faith. Now, if you don't have faith, it might be hard to share. Right. Well. <laughs> it is hard to share faith when you're drinking vodka. They drinking vodka. It's hard to kind of share, you know. You know, it's hard to do that. It's hard to share your faith when they gossiping and you gossiping too. Right. Hard to cut in there, okay? So we got to make sure that we let our light shine. Okay. 
So when we speak, people will hear the word. I want to be like E.F. Hutton. I want you to be like E.F. Hutton. You know the old commercial when he talked, people listen. I want us to be a type of people that when we talk, people listen. That's why I brought this sermon this morning. This sermon that I brought to you this morning is, is special. I hope it bless you. I hope it works in your life. Open your Bible to Acts chapter 4, verse 13 through 16. Acts chapter 4, verses 13 through 16. Here we go. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled. And they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. And beholding the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves saying, what shall we do with these men? For that this indeed a notable miracle hath been done by them and is manifested to all of them that dwell in Jerusalem. And we cannot deny it. Right. All right. <laughs> there are some things you might want to deny. Okay. Some folk may, may want to say there is no God. Okay. They may walk around saying, I don't believe in God, I'm atheist. Well, let me tell you, when the storms of life come hard enough, okay. all of us been in the military know there's no atheist in the foxhole. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Them rats gonna be grabbing the guard. Which where you going? Where you going? You pray for me. You pray for me. You pray for me. Which would you believe in? Pray for me too. I, I, I'm, I need some prayer okay. because we're about to go out to war. Amen. I'm about to go out shooting this way, and bullets gonna be coming this way. And I don't know if I'm gonna make it, but I know that if there is another life. Then I want to go there in peace. So everybody pray for me. What I want to let you know is, is that, that, that there is some stuff that God does in our life that we got to stop denying. Okay. Come on. And give him the glory for it. Right. And give him the praise for it. Instead of running around complaining about this, that, this, that, this, that. Turn it around. Count your blessings. Thank you for this God. 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 And thank you for this God. Why? Because the principle is you reap what you sow. You sow stink, you get stink. You sow blessings, you get blessings. That's the principle of God. You sow negativity, guess what you get? You sow positivity, what you get? Positive. That's just the way it is. And guess what? Negative people don't like hanging around positive people. They don't like that. They saying it's terrible. You saying it's okay. They saying it's a mess. You saying God got it. They saying I don't know what we gonna do here. They said God gonna show us what to do. I'm done with you. I'm, I, I, they gonna say I quit you. Why is that? It is because if you're not careful, you can get into a position where you are stuck in a certain mindset. And that mindset can be detrimental to your goals in Christ Jesus. These men knew that a miracle was done. But they're sitting here fighting with the apostles, fighting with them, not to say it didn't happen, but to find a way to cover it up. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, church, sometimes we like that. God bless us. Instead of saying he blessed us, we're trying to find how to cover it up. Okay. Right. We somebody said, Why are you, how you cover it up? Ain't giving him his full praise. Okay. All right. Ain't giving him his full glory. So, you know what? You know, uh, 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 you're sitting down there and something happened in your life and God bless you with something. He blessed you with, with, with $1,000. You're like, mm, I needed 2000 I hope he blessed me again with that other thousand tomorrow. No, thank God today. Because if you thank God today, he'll make it so that wherever you're going at them that thought they needed 2,000 will accept 1,000. Oh, my God. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. So watch the text. Watch the text. In verse 13, it says, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they got classified as being unlearned, okay. untaught, right. untrained. Right. They got classified as being ignorant. Mm. That means they don't know what they're doing. All right. 
the unknown. But they marveled. What did they marvel at? They marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. They acknowledged that, you know what? This is, this is, this is not them. Because they're untrained and unlearned. But the way they're speaking, the way they're talking, the way they're the boldness, the way they're standing up, this got something to do with heaven. Okay. This got something to do with God. This got something to do with the divine. Right. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So the lesson today is those who have been with Jesus. All right. I'm going to help you identify those who have been with Jesus. Come on. Come on. Come on. Those who have experienced Jesus. Okay. So for those of you who are writers, write down, here's the first thing, if you want to be classified as those who've been with Jesus. First thing, you got you to gotta be willing to commit. Jesus don't want no fly-by-night relationships. He don't want no fair-weather relationship when he's blessing you here and when he's not blessing you gone somewhere. You got to be willing that I'm in it, and I'm in it for the long haul. Right. I'm, I, I'm in it. I'm 100% in it, and all that I have belongs to my God. Listen, so what happens is this willing to commit was understood in the first century. Why? Because they had a system that was set up that if you played around with being a follower of Jesus, okay. you could lose your life. Okay. Because at that time, it was an illegal religion. Amen. So if you played around, yeah, you ain't just walking around talking about something I'm a follower of Jesus. You ain't say that until you was ready. Show enough Amen. to put some skin in the game. Show enough to get all in. Because to say that will cause you some problems. Yes, sir. Yes, That's why if you're willing to commit, here's how you know you, you walk with Jesus, that you've been with Jesus. When you're willing to say Jesus' name anywhere, all right. Amen. any circumstance, okay. in the courthouse, in a hospital before you go into surgery, the doctor says, okay, you say, I know it's going to be okay because I'm praying right now. I'm praying to Jesus right now. Uh, on the job, uh-huh. even though on the job, when they say we don't do religion around here, so when I'm out good, I ain't into religion. I'm into God. I'm into Jesus. Amen. That's when you that's when you in this thing. It's not when you hold back. Can I say it here? Can I say it there? Can I say it here? Or oh, I better not say it in this crowd. I better not say it. Or oh, I better not say it. I better use words like he and, and I better they and, 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 and other little cold words that those who are in the faith, they know what I'm saying, but the rest of them, no. When you, when Jesus and you got a relationship, you ain't afraid to say his name. What do you think about a girl who comes, got this boy, it's her boyfriend, but she won't even tell you his name. What's his name? I ain't, I ain't gonna tag you. See, the reason why, that, that, that many times reason why we don't say is because there's something there. Whether it's, whether it's, it's a reputation, whether, it's, it's, it, it, whether it ain't working out, whether or not it's a one way. It might be she said he's my boyfriend, but he ain't say you my girlfriend. So there's different reasons why we don't say it. But when you have a relationship, you know a relationship when folk are not afraid to talk about each other in public. Oh, church, y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. When you got a relationship... Because some of these things we got down here, I don't know. I don't even know how to classify. Maybe they're associations. Maybe they maybe they I don't know how to call them. But when you got a relation, a real relationship, you call names. Okay. This is mine. This is mine. When you and that child got a relationship, you call that child name. All right. Okay. Oh my good Lord, have mercy. Watch the text. Watch the text. Following Jesus in the first century, was committed to a cause greater than yourself. To follow Jesus today, you should be committing to a cause that's greater than yourself. Unless you got a heaven or hell to put yourself in, then you're committing to something greater than yourself. Number two, every follower of Christ had to understand the price of living for the cause of the gospel. Everybody has to understand the cause of living for the gospel. Listen, listen, listen. The Bible says here in Acts chapter 4, verse 1, and as they spake unto the people, this is Peter and John. Jesus has been dead here now a few months, and now they are moving on with the mission of the gospel. But they're going into dangerous territory. But when you read the text, the text says this. It says here, and as they spake unto the people, the priests, 
and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them being grieved. That means whatever they were saying, they were saying stuff that the religious leaders ain't like. They were grieved. So you know they were talking about Jesus. You know they were doing God stuff. That's why folk was getting mad at them. So the text says here, it says, and being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus. The resurrection of the dead. Listen, we have to make sure, brothers and sisters, that if you're going to preach Jesus, that you're ready to go through some stuff for Jesus. If you're going to use his name, don't use his name as a byword like they do in, 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 in Hollywood. Right. Use his name like he's deity, okay. like he's your God. So when you say Jesus, you got to be willing to stand up for the stuff that you got to go through for the cause of Jesus Christ. Right. Peter knew when he taught about Jesus and the resurrection, he knew that it was a possibility of what was going to happen happening. What was going to happen? You getting arrested. Okay. Are y'all reading it? Amen. Says here in verse 3, what does it say, Claiborne? And they laid hands uh, on them uh-huh. and put them in hold uh-huh. until the next day. Right there. They are going hold me in jail. All right. They go and lock up for speaking about Jesus. Well. That's those that have been with Jesus. All right. See, if you've been with Jesus, you don't mind losing some friends. If you've been with Jesus, because everybody don't like Jesus. Everybody got a relationship with Jesus. So if you talk Jesus, some folk going to be turned off by that. And you got, and it might be some of your closest friends. You got to make the choice. Is it Jesus or your friends? You got to make, God calls you. You can't have it. See, too many times as Christians, we trying to have it both ways. We want to be able to do all the stuff the world do. And then on a special day, we do like God does it. It don't work that way. Somebody said, well, what what happens if you do it that way? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Revelations chapter 3. Revelations chapter 3 tells you how God feels about that type of behavior. It says here in verse number, chapter 3, verse number 15, 16, and 17. 15, 16, 17. It says here, Claiborne. I know thy works. He said, I'm watching you. Go that, ahead. That thou art neither cold nor hot. And I know you're still vacillating. In fact, I know you ain't cold and you ain't hot. You, you, you still playing around in that middle. Go ahead. I would thou were, were cold or hot. I wish you make your mind up. I wish you make your mind. All you do, you got a relationship with me or don't you got a relationship with me? All right. Are we in this thing together or are we not in this thing together? He said, I wish you was cold or hot. Go ahead. So then, because thou art lukewarm. Hold it. So then, because you made up your mind that you're trying to stay in the middle. Because you made a decision. I'm in the middle. I'm righteous this day. I'm not righteous that day. He's my best friend this day. He's my associate this day. I know him this day. I halfway know him this day. You in the middle. And being in the middle upsets God more than you making up your mind. What did it say, Claiborne? Thou art lukewarm and Uh neither cold nor hot. Lukewarm. Anybody ever drunk anything that's supposed to be cold but it's lukewarm? Uh Anybody ever ate a food that was supposed to be hot but it's lukewarm? What do you do with that? You deal with it in the microwave, in the oven. In the garbage can. You deal with it. Because if it's supposed to be hot, you want it hot. Amen. And if it's supposed to be cold, you want it cold. Yes, sir. Am I right about it? Yes, sir. And God, same way. Uh-huh. God said, I'm looking for Christians on fire for me. I'm looking for Christians that, that burn for me. Right. I'm looking for Christians that, that heat up after me. Jeremiah 27, he, Jeremiah said, I'm not going to speak a word for God no more. But then he said, but his word was in me like a fire burning inside of me. And I could not stay. He said, I'm not going to say God. I'm not, I'm not going to say God. 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 My God. 
Because when God and you got a relationship, it comes a time when God, your, your lover, but he sees you slipping a little bit. Uh -huh. He waiting for you to get your mind right. right. He even give you ways to get your mind right. He said, you know, you, you know who I am, girl. You know who I am, Doc. You know me and you've been together a long time, Doc. You know me. I'm for you. I got your back, Doc. Girl, you know me. You know I'll never let you down. And he waiting for us to get our mind right and determine, are you going to be hot or are you going to be lukewarm? Right. He's just, just sitting there waiting. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Why? He said, because at the end of the day, if you stay lukewarm, Claiborne. I will spew thee out of my mouth. I will spit you out. I ain't right there for y'all came here either. That's how God feels about us as his children being totally committed and dedicated to his cause, to his gospel, to tell him we don't have time to see people die and not say nothing. All right. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Mm -hmm. Go back. Go back to Acts. Go back to Acts. Go back to Acts. Go back to Acts. And Acts chapter 4. They got arrested in verse 3. Acts 4 and 3. These men were, were committed. They got arrested. The next thing is, is that you also, as you can see here, you have to have, Roman numeral two, willingness to teach Jesus. Okay. They got a willingness to, see, in their mind, religion wasn't a social activity. Religion was a sharing activity. A sharing my life with this person's life. So they can follow the same one I'm following and share their life with somebody else. It's a teaching. It is a, let me say this. Let me say this. If I told y'all right now, I know how. I got a formula that everybody in here, it's going to take two days for me to give it to you. But when I give it to you, by the end of this month, you will have $55,000 in your bank account. Guaranteed. What would you do? You get in line. You get in line. You get in. That line be going all the way in the chapel, going all the way around the corner, all the way down, all the way down the steps. You get guaranteed. How many of you would say, you know what? I can't use fifty thousand dollars. No, guaranteed. You get in line. I get in line. Why? Because once you know that you have something that works, you want to share it with somebody else. All right. We got something that's worth more than $55,000. It's worth $55 trillion, quadrillion dollars. And it is salvation. Yes, sir. It is a chance to live forever Amen. with Jesus. Amen. It is a chance to live forever in paradise Amen. with Jesus. It is a chance to be and to have stuff you can't even dream of. Romans 8, 18, Paul said when he was trying to describe it, he said, I reckon that the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared yes, with what God got for us. Yes, sir. Huh? Yeah. He says, not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. All right. Amen. There is no comparison. You're going through your, all of us going through our little stuff. Okay. Please don't try to, we try to make that stuff like it's equal with life. Yeah. That stuff ain't equal with life. Okay. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Somebody in pain out there. Somebody but it hurts so bad. Listen. But it's not equal. God said it's not worthy. Amen. To be compared. Amen. He's saying stop comparing the stuff you, the stuff you go through, the stuff we all got to go through. Everybody got stuff we got to go through. What stuff Peter and John got to go through right now? Locked up in jail for Jesus. And they were willing to be locked up in jail for Jesus. In fact, watch the text. Watch the text. Watch the text. Go ahead. What did they say, Claiborne? Virtual. Uh -huh. How be it, uh -huh. many of them which heard the word believed, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and the number of the men were about 5,000. Hold it. Because Peter preached, now he got to go to jail. 
But what was the effect of his testimony? What was the effect of the gospel? What was the effect of his preaching? 5,000. Okay. 5,000 who? Men. 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 Now, you know, it's, they got wives. Okay. And you know, they, they, got, they got children. Right. I ain't saying all of them, but some of them come with wives and children. Okay. But the text always focuses on men. Right. So it's at 5,000 men. It's not counting the women and the children. So his preaching, his standing up and being willing to go to jail brought dividends of 5,000 plus coming into Jesus yes, Christ. Yeah. Was it worth it? Yeah. Yeah. Was it worth it? Yeah. Yes, sir. Y'all sure? <laughs> what, what, <laughs> if, would you spend a night in jail if 5,000 people come to the Lord because of your testimony? Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. That's the question. Yeah. Would, you spend a, would you spend a week in jail uh-huh. if 5,000 people came to Christ for your testimony? Right. Right. Would you spend six months in jail? If, y'all getting quiet. The they got to quiet that time. Lord going to take care of you. Day, six months, years, what? Listen, listen, listen. There's folk in jail who got two years for smoking weed. That's almost legal now. But you wouldn't do six months to be in jail for the cause of Christ? See, but that's called relationship. I don't know about you, but I'd go to jail for six months for Brenda. I'd go to jail a year for Brenda. I'd go to jail five years for my wife. I'm, I'm just letting you know, like me. If they say she go, I go, I'm going. Uh-huh. I'm go- because you know why? Because we're in relationship. Amen. We're in relationship. I'm going to jail. I'm just going to say, honey, this, it's going to be good. You know, keep everything good for me. Um, and they let me out. They let me out. You take care of the family. That's it. That's what, that's what, that's what re- oh my goodness gracious. That's what relationship does for people. That's why some people, when they lose someone they got relationship with, that's why they struggle to overcome it. Because that relationship was so strong, it was so powerful, it was so meaningful, it was so heartfelt, it was so in touch with God, it was so unified until you have a hard time moving on. Because that was relationship. We got to learn how to get in relationship with God. And not just talking about him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir relationship they went to jail and then after they went to jail because it's a willingness to teach and they go to jail and the verse 3 and 4 said we read 3 and 4 5, 5 and 6, what did it say Claymore? and it came to pass uh-huh. on the morrow uh-huh. that their rulers and uh-huh. elders and scribes uh-huh. and Ananias uh-huh. and, and Annas the high priest uh-huh. and Caiaphas uh-huh. and John and Alexander uh-huh. and and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest uh-huh. were gathered together at Jerusalem. Court. They go into court. And they go into court with folk that don't like them. What do you do when you stand up because of a relationship? Uh, come on. With those who don't like the person you're in relationship okay. with. Come on. Do you stand there tall? Uh. Do you stand there strong? Oh, church, look at the text. Look at the text. You know what the text says right here that I really love? Verse 8 says here, and when they had set them in the midst, yes, sir. they asked them, by what power and by what name do you do this? Uh-huh. See, you when you're in a relationship, in verse 7, thank you. And when, when yeah, you're in a relationship, Amen. when you're in a relationship, you stay. First of all, if you're in a bad relationship, huh. <laughs> come on, come on. You'd be like, He'd be like, I have no idea why I did that. Yeah. I just did it because some just said, but it's the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, now, 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 now seeing all y'all around me, now I'm thinking about whether or not I should have did that or not. <laughs> so I want to let you know, you know, what is the consequences for me doing this? Because if the consequence is too great, then I want to be able to retract and say, well, you know, I, you know, um, I didn't know why I did that. That's when you're in that crazy stuff. I don't even know what to call that. Okay. But you showed up when Peter was showing up in a relationship. Okay. And I can see him. Look, I don't know what's in your mind here if you was Peter standing there and they say, by what authority or by what name do you do it? I can see Peter just standing there. I see him just standing there because he's about to bring it. I'm about to bring it. And uh-huh. guess what? And God is about to help him. All right. Because <laughs> you know what the next verse says? What does it say? 
than Peter uh-huh. filled with the Holy oh, Ghost. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. There it is. There it is. There it is. When you got relationship. All right. In Jesus, he is bringing you and filling you and supplying you yes, sir. with all the strength. Stop saying some stuff you can't take. Okay. All right. You're living beneath your privilege. You're underestimating yourself. Okay. You are a child of God. You can do all things through Christ that strengthens right. you. You are more than a conqueror through Christ who loves you. Does God be for you? Who can be against you? All right. Amen. Amen. When Paul Peter filled with the whole Peter said, I'm ready. I'm ready. And he know I might say some stuff you don't like, but deal with it. <laughs> oh, church. Amen. Church, church. Amen. Church, it says here, y- y- y'all read this? It says here, Peter being filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, you rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man uh-huh. and by what means he is made whole, yeah. I'm going to tell all y'all. Yeah. <laughs> what the text say, Clayton? What does it say? He said, be it known unto you all. That's what that means. I'm going to tell all y'all. See, when you're in love with somebody and somebody mess with the one I love, uh-huh. I don't care how many, I'm telling all of them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I ain't whispering, I'm shouting it, I'm telling all of them, don't touch her. Uh-huh. Amen. Amen. Don't yeah. touch everybody. Uh-huh. Them, says, oh, y'all ain't got that for a See, oh, let me say this. Can I, I, can maybe, I, maybe I got to cut in like this. Maybe, have you ever loved hard? Uh-huh. I mean, have you ever been, see, maybe that's what, pro, maybe that's what the problem is. Maybe we don't know how to love. Love. Maybe we don't know how to love our neighbor. Okay. Therefore, we don't know how to love our God. Because okay. it was God in 1 John said, how can you say you know me? Uh-huh. How can you say you know me? But you can't even deal with your brother who you see every day. All right. Amen. You can't even have a relationship down there. So how right. can you have a relationship? See, when you learn how to have a relationship down, I'm almost done with time. Listen, when you know how to have a relationship down here, uh-huh. God will teach you how to have a relationship with him. All right. Amen. A relationship. Oh, church. I'm almost Amen. done. Church. Amen. What time? Okay, what time is it? I got a little time. Wait a minute. Watch that. Watch that. And then, so he said, I'm about to tell all y'all. What did he say in verse 10? Keep going. Be it known unto you all uh-huh. and to all the people of Israel uh-huh. that by the name of Jesus Christ uh-huh. of Nazareth, uh-huh. whom oh, you... Oh, 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 No, I did some homework. I was studying. Watch this. If you go back and study this, uh-huh. miracles weren't foreign to the nation of Israel. Okay. They, Elijah did miracles and Moses did miracles. So they, 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 they understand miracles. It just wasn't a lot of them, but they were there. So it's not that they don't know a miracle, they don't understand it. Okay. Their whole thing is, is that, but you could only say you did a miracle in certain people's names. Okay. Okay. All right. If you study it, number one, it would have to be one of the patriarchs. Okay. Okay, and that's called Solomon, a patriarch in this time, too. Got to be one of the patriarchs that you're saying, not in the name of Moses, Abraham, Solomon, somebody, David, somebody like that. Got to be one of them, okay? Got to be one of them. Because it has to be something of somebody who they revered, okay? okay? Uh, uh, and, and so you had to be in that name. But, you, but the rule was you bet not say anybody local, um, uh, 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 contemporaries, okay. meaning living at the same time we live in, you better not say nothing like that. But Peter said, if you asking me uh-huh. <laughs> by what authority. Uh-huh. Now, wait a minute. They know Jesus can do miracles. Okay. The whole nation know he can do miracles. The whole nation know he is a miracle worker. But they don't want to give him any credit. All right. Amen. For doing the miracles. Yes, sir. So don't say his name. No. So Peter said, now, are you talking about the miracle that was done to the impotent man? Uh-huh. Or by what authority he said that? Be it known to all of y'all. Uh-huh. Who did he say it was? By who? That by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hold it. He wanted to make sure you didn't get the wrong Jesus mixed up. All right. Amen. By Jesus 
See, sometimes when you love somebody and you, you're defending them, sometimes you got to let everybody know to make sure they know who you're talking about. All right, all right. <laughs> you, you might have to say, don't touch Brenda L. Bethea. Uh-huh. <laughs> y'all, y'all got me? Y'all, y'all, y'all got me? I have to call a name out, okay? Amen. You got to call a name out. And, and let me tell you how God feels when Peter stands up for him like that. The Holy Spirit, God feels, God said, that's my man, Peter. Right. Get him, Peter. Yeah. And so that's how, and that's, how the, that's how the wives feel when we do that as husbands. They be like, get him, honey. Yeah, get him. <laughs> y'all, call my whole name out. <laughs> yeah, because it's protection. Oh, y'all All think right. Amen. Y'all. Peter said, I want to let you know the one who I follow, okay. the one who tutors me, the one who I love, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. What else to say? Whom you crucified. And, wait a minute, because now he's trying to get attacking him now. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now remember, the Holy Spirit is filling him. So Holy Spirit obviously inclined him, inspired him to say, say his whole name. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Right. Now tell him the same one you are guilty of crucifying. Uh-huh. What did it say, Claiborne? Whom God raised from the dead. Hold it. Hold it. Because he don't want no mistake. Since y'all bad enough to ask me by what authority, by what name I do this, I want to be clear that you know the one uh-huh. who I stand for. Right. His name is Jesus Christ right. of okay. Nazareth. He's the one you crucified, uh-huh. and he's the one God uh-huh. raised from the dead. It's that Jesus. Amen. 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 Oh, That's relationship right there. Yes, sir. What did it say, Claiborne? <laughs> Even by him uh-huh. does this man stand here uh-huh. before you hold. Even it's by him that this man stands here, right? Nobody but Jesus. Amen. Oh, church, church. Right. Go ahead, Claiborne. What else does it say? This is the stone which was set at naught of uh-huh. you builders. Uh-huh. Which has become the head of the corner. Hold it, hold it. I'm almost done. Because Peter laying this thing out. All right. He said, You asking me about the one I'm in love with, the one who I care about, my Lord, my God, my Savior, my King, my Shepherd. Let me tell you about him. He said, I'm going to let you know. He is the same one. He is the cornerstone. Yes, sir. All Not right. just cornerstone, chief. Yeah. Cornerstone. What does it say, Claiborne? He said, this is the stone uh-huh. which was set at naught of you builders. Uh-huh. Hold it, hold it. That means that it is the stone that you threw away. All right. But yes, just because you threw it away, you ain't take his power from yes, him. Yes, sir. Because he is still the cornerstone. Chief cornerstone. Go ahead, Claiborne. Which has become the head of uh, the corner. Head of the corner. Hold Not- it. Hold it. Hold it. Amen. I got, they got to get this because they don't know about relationships. They got to help them with relationships. Yes, come on. He is speaking in detail. He said, not only is he the Jesus of Nazareth, uh-huh. not only is he the one you crucified, yes, not only is he the one God raised from the dead, but he, and not only is he the one you threw away, yeah. but he still is the, 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 the corner or the block that holds the whole building together. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, yes, sir. Some of you wanted to know why we can't go that way with the building and build out that way. Because that's a barren wall. Okay. That means you take that wall down, other stuff start falling down. That's right. mm-hmm. that's so you got to leave that one alone. And this one, that's good. somebody threw that up. We can knock that down. But can't knock that That's a bar- That one is holding stuff up. Somebody said, why can't we get rid of air conditioning back there? Barren wall. In fact, when we, when we put, opened up that section right there, I didn't know it, but they got back to me. They had to bring in on a truck a beam. Right. Brother Keaton had to bring a beam. All right. A beam to throw. Y'all don't even know that. A beam put across the wall, and that beam cost us at the church $22,000. Amen. But if we wanted that open to have some, some overflow, we had to pay the man and put the beam in. Why? Because it holds up the building. Who is Jesus Christ? The church, the kingdom, the house of God, the bride of Christ. It's his house, and he holds it up. He's the chief cornerstone. All right. You take him away, we ain't got nothing. Amen. I'm tired, man. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I'm almost going to one. Neither is there salvation. And I want to tell you. <laughs> and on. I want to take Peter was laying him out. All and right. I want to tell you. <laughs> who got a nerve to think you judging me huh. or judging my God through me? 
And I want to tell you, neither is anybody who want to be saved. Come on. Anybody who want to go to heaven. Right. There's only one name. Yes, sir. That the almighty God, the Father. Yes, sir. Has appointed uh -huh. to be the vehicle uh -huh. by which anybody is going to heaven. Yes, sir. It's not Moses. It's not Noah. It's not Jeremiah, it's not David, it's not Malachi, it's not Paul, it's not Peter, it's not James, John, or Luke. Okay. Amen. Who is it, Claiborne? Neither is there salvation in any other, uh -huh. for there is none other name. Hold it right there. We going there here trying all this other stuff, getting on the internet. Getting on YouTube, listen to this foolishness, and listen to that fool, searching and searching, that foolishness, and that foolishness, and Yoda, and Buddha, and, 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 what you call that thing, the cardinals, and, and popes, and potentates, and all this other stuff. Wasting your time. If you're here, and you want to be saved, your search is over. All right. Amen. Because we know the name. Yes, sir. And the redemption plan right. by which you can be saved. Yes, sir. What did he say, Cable? None other name under heaven given uh -huh. among men whereby we must be saved. Claiborne, you said a lie. You said a lie. You said a lie. No other name under what? Under heaven given among men. Hold it. No other name down here and no other name that a mama can give her baby. All right. You might call him Jesus, uh -huh. and let's say that's the same thing, me, that's Jesus. Or you might say Joshua, uh -huh. that's the same thing as Jesus. Yeah. No, we're talking about Jesus the Christ, uh -huh. Jesus of Nazareth, uh -huh. the one who raised from the dead, yes, the one who was set at nothing uh -huh. by the builder. Amen. We're talking about that Jesus. That's right. Amen. And there's no other name yes, sir. that can say it. That's why I was, if I was in here today, uh -huh. knowing that, I would say, I ain't waiting no more. All right. I ain't right. waiting no more. It's in the book. He just read it. He read it, book, chapter, and verse. I'm walking up the front right now. Right. I'm walking up there. Tell me what the plan is. Right. And I would say, repent and be baptized. Yeah. I say, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. You should say, but throw me in the water. All right. Amen. In that name. All right. Yes, sir. Oh, church. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. One more verse. <laughs> 13. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John. Peter must have been talking some stuff. This ignorant, unlearned. I can see him pacing. I got to pace when I preach. I can't, I can't stand still. I got I to I I I look you in the eyes when I preach. You know, I, can't, I, I, I got to look at you. I got to look at you. Why, why I have to do that? Because it's burning in me like a fire. I know, I know some of you say, brother, say, why can't you just stay back here? We got the camera on you. Get a wide lens. I got to move around. I got to roam. I'm just a roamer by nature. So cameraman, get the, long, get the wide lens out there. I got to. I got to. When they saw the boldness of Peter and John. Go ahead. And perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men. Uh, uh -huh. They marveled. Hold it. They were shocked. It's time for us to start living our lives that shock people. Time for us to start living our lives that make people say, I don't believe it. I can't believe they just told the boss that they are Christians and they serve Jesus right in the back. And they know he's an atheist. And they just told him, I'm a Christian and I serve Jesus. Everybody, ooh, I wonder what's going to happen next. I don't care what's going to happen. I'm a Christian and I serve Jesus. Do whatever you need to do now. It's your move. Go ahead, Claiborne, finish it up. They marveled and they took note knowledge mm -hmm. of them that they had been with Jesus. There it is. Those that been with Jesus. All right. Church, may you and I always be looked at and recognized that, even with our hang-ups mm -hmm. and the stuff we go through. Right. At the end of the day, let it be said, but they know Jesus. Yes, sir. They've been with Jesus. They love Jesus. Right. Let that forever be said about those who been with Jesus. Right. Time for us, church. 2018, we're evangelizing. I, 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 already, I already got two people a week right now. Brother Shields said, give me two. Mm -hmm. Sister, Brother Sister Cooper, they got a list of cards. Get your card. Get them while they're hot. Yeah. <laughs> Get them before they all gone. All right. 
that you can go share your faith with somebody yeah. and tell them who you serve, All right. whom you belong, All right. what you believe, mm -hmm. and who you in love with. And let them know and let the whole world make their own judgment whether or not they are worthy of obeying the glorious gospel of Christ. Yes, Thank you for being a great audience this morning. Here's what you do for the invitation. Hear God's word. Believe God's word. Repent of your sins. Confess your faith in Christ Jesus. And then get yourself baptized in the Christ for the remission of your sins. And then you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Peter, uh, 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 Mark says it, wrote it like this. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Luke wrote it like this. Why tarrieth thou? What you waiting for? Tarry means wait. Why wait? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. The water's ready. Heaven's ready. The baptizer's ready. Are you ready? to obey the glorious gospel of Jesus. Don't let it be said you waited a day too late to fall in love. Do it right now as we all stand and sing the hymn of invitation. No longer to linger. And I pray that this sermon has touched you in a way that makes you think. I hope it keep you up tonight. Just thinking about my love with my Jesus. Being bold, being having authority when you speak his name. And if you're out here today, God wants to give you that boldness. All you have to do is submit your life to him. All you have to do is walk forward and say that I want to obey the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to be saved. That's it. And once you say that, then you then qualify as we take your confession to be baptized in a watery grave of baptism. For the forgiveness of your sin. All your sins are washed away. And you know what the good news is? And then if you happen to slip, there's banana pills of sin everywhere. And if you happen to slip, all you do is confess it. Confess the sweetest name on mortal. Confess, Father, I've sinned. Restore me. Cover me once again with your blood. And God will let you know that you are covered with the blood. Because he's made a way for when you slip, you don't have to lay down and wallow in it. You can get right back up. See, God ain't man. Man make you wallow. Man make you do some time. God said, I won't make you do time. If I see in your heart that you are genuinely repenting to me, that's good enough. Now go back and continue to walk and do my will and work my way. So if you're out there today and you want the Savior, you need to come right now. If you've already obeyed the gospel and you're going through a storm in your life, if you need prayer, just let us know you need prayer and we'll pray for you. But whatever you do, church, don't ever, ever stop loving and don't stop being with Jesus. Amen. One more stanza. I am resolved. Those who've been with Jesus. Yes.